You are listening to Hands at Work Audio. This is Hands at Work Audio from September 2013. In this podcast, we are hearing from George Snayman from the Hands at Work Hub in South Africa. George's subject is short-term missions and the impact that they have. So today, I want to um, I want to dare to do something dangerous, but I want to try to define so-called short-term missions of teams coming to visit hands and why are we doing it and what does it actually mean well maybe i should just say what it does not mean it's not a missional experience that we're trying to create or it's not a short-term outreach that is good for a team to go and experience and say i can tick the box of being in africa but rather it's a sacrificial well-planned commitment in friendship through servanthood which is ongoing bringing healing and maturity and encouragement to both those going and those receiving because I understand love is not expressed in words but in deeds those receiving are saying, I am blessed because I am not forgotten. I'm known by name and I have hope. And many people coming here to help me, encourage me, and they receive healing themselves. It is an initially when we come to Africa, it is actually difficult for us to understand that me and my time is actually the best gift I can give Africa. Me as a person and my time. It's so hard for us to, to believe that that is really the best we can give when we meet all the amazing people in Africa and we, we experience the pain and the suffering going on in the villages where we work. I was recently told the story about one of our key workers in uh, one of the communities where we work, how the words of Jesus in Matthew 25 became alive to her. The words, I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Whenever you even give a cup of water to one of these little ones. And it revolutionized her whole life and the way she cared. Now she confessed that when she gets up in the morning, she gets up and she looks for opportunities to have an impact. She looks for opportunities to, to reach out, even if it is only a cup of water, to one of the most vulnerable children. It went further. And one night late, there was somebody knocking on her door. Initially, she thought she could never open it up and put herself at risk. But again, the scripture came up to her. What if it is somebody that you could help? Somebody that is in need. She opened the door and a vulnerable and orphaned girl from one of our communities who was kicked out of the house where she stayed. And she had nowhere to go that night. And so this, this young lady who just had this wonderful revelation of the word of God took her into a house and she kept her there until the morning when she went to the hut where this young girl was staying and she dealt with the dispute that there was 
while she wasn't welcome there anymore. She said it changed everything between her and this girl. This girl now trusted her at such a deep level. There was such a strong bond between the two of them that it gave her a beautiful opportunity to become deeper involved in her life. Yes, these are stories that we hear in enhanced work very often and, and it's beautiful. Of course, we all know these stories are contagious. We've seen through the years that relationships is the core ingredient that changes everything. We see people coming together from different cultures, different educational backgrounds, different thinkings. And as they, they knit their hearts together in the dusty roads in Africa and they meet the children, there's something beautiful and lasting in both their lives. A part of the hand's vision has always been that we want to serve the body of Christ. We believe in a body. We believe in a church. We especially believe in a young people coming to Africa and sent them back to take their rightful place as um, upcoming leaders in their, in their communities, in their churches. The volunteers who've been with us years ago and a bit more recent, I have met in my journeys when I went to the countries to go and speak there and some of them came back to hands and they shared with us their lives. Their voices become tender and soft when they start sharing how grateful they are, how they don't take things for granted anymore, how they came to the conclusion to understand what's the difference between them and the people they met in Africa. That's a humbling experience. But it's also liberating. It sets you free and it gives you a real good purpose to live a life that's continually blessing people around you. Not just in Africa, but even in your own community. And that you would be compelled to get involved in, in lives of broken people around you. I was recently in Australia and with one of our church partners that's been with us for more than 10 years. And a fire is still burning so high in that church. And as I asked the pastor, how do you do this? How do you keep this flame alive that you are so compassionate about Africa? Every year teams are coming. Your involvement is amazing. And young people come to serve. And it's just incredible. And it doesn't slow down. It's actually growing and a pastor looked at me at that moment and very clearly said to me, George, we are not good for Africa. Africa is good for us. Africa's impact on our church is so big. All of us know that it's playing a huge defining role in helping us to grow to maturity. To go and see and go and learn and go and to meet people by name. When they come back, it brings purpose, it brings maturity, and it brings life. Missions don't exist because there's a church, but the church exists because there's missions. And that all of us love to worship our Father and to make His name known. And what an incredible privilege to do that in a place where the pain and the brokenness and the suffering 
is on its worst. Surely, surely, that is getting very close to our Father. Thank you for joining us. www.handsatwork.org